0: It's time for Ask Dale Anything, the show that answers your most perplexing questions with profound answers from one of the top transformational teachers and leaders on the planet, Dale Halloway. I'm your host, Mickey Manning, Dale's left-hand person, as I like to call it, and I've never heard a question that he can't answer. He's been doing this for over 40 years now, and he truly has an answer that's profound and helpful on any topic. So with that, Let's get into today's question. We have a question from Isabel in Canada.
1: Wow, Canada.
0: Yeah, about that. We got a lot of Canadians that listen to this show.
1: <laughs> one of my favorite countries by far.
0: Might be one of your old next door neighbors. Who knows?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, And that, that, that too. <laughs>
0: All right, well, let's see. Now, before we get started with Isabel's question, I uh, just want to remind everybody of our best question of bonus giveaway that is ongoing. And a reminder that you can send your question in to have it asked on air and get entered in that drawing for one of Dale's transformational courses. So it's a win-win. You get your question answered and you get more support tools Uh, Or the possibility of winning more support tools from Dale. And send those to AskDale at AskDaleAnything.com. That's AskDale at AskDaleAnything.com. So let's get into Isabel's question. Isabel says, This is the third time this year that my son had the hiccups for over three days. Until a medication he was given started working. So my question is, what do hiccups mean energetically and how can I help him?
1: Well, a uh, very interesting question. Um, thanks for uh, sending it in, Isabel. The, if you think of a hiccup and then you relate that to your life and more specifically to the hiccups of life, We all have had them. The bigger question would be, or the deeper question would be, is how do we show up when they show up in our life? So if I'm experiencing a hiccup in my own personal world, or maybe I'm experiencing a series of hiccups over the course of a number of days, how do I show up? As in, do I react to the hiccup? that I'm experiencing in my day-to-day world? Do I respond to the hiccup that I'm experiencing? How do I show up? And whatever the answer is to that question, this is going to give more insight into what might be going on in the body. Remember, our body, for the most part, is a condensation of our consciousness both our lower consciousness as well as our higher consciousness. Now, where most people get, you could say, trapped, I know I sure uh, was there for a while in my life, uh, years ago, where we get trapped in the lower part of our consciousness. So therefore, our body, to some degree, is a condensation condensation of our consciousness. So if I'm trapped in my lower consciousness then that's going to somehow some way find its way into manifesting its like in that of my physical form if on the other hand i really have elevated up or risen up to my higher consciousness and more specifically i'm living my life now in and from my higher consciousness then by that same principle, our body is, for the most part, a condensation of our consciousness. Well, then that too will find its way in terms of manifesting its like into that of our body as well. And so in that, you'll see this with some people where their bodies just look um, old and not well. In other words, they're having a lot of problems in their physical form. And in some cases, it's the exact same problem, just repeated over. Well, again, that idea that our body is a condensation of our consciousness. So you can see from this principle that that person who, where their body is looking in that way, That would be their lower consciousness. And more specifically, they're more than likely trapped in their lower consciousness. And when I say trapped in their lower consciousness, what I've experienced with many of these people throughout the years that find themselves trapped in their lower consciousness, they think that's all there is to life. It's the biggest hook into why we stay trapped into that of our lower consciousness where we start thinking. In this case, our thinking is off because if I'm trapped in my lower consciousness and my lower consciousness is doing nothing more than manifesting its like in that of my physical form, and then I've now bought the bait, so to speak, bait, B-A-I-T, I've bought the bait that this is my life and this is all there is to my life, then that's how it's going to play out for me. Versus if I recognize that my thinking might be off, and because my thinking is off, maybe this is a time where I would be better served to reach out to someone that's further along on their journey. And more specifically, maybe to someone who literally is operating their life in and from this place of their higher consciousness as well as their higher consciousness now having manifested in that of their physical form. Because whoever that person is in our life, that person could shine a lot of light onto our pathway. They're not going to do the work for us They're not going to do the work that's going to be necessary in order to rise ourselves up from that lower consciousness into that higher consciousness. But clearly, they will help to illuminate our pathway. They might even help to empower us by giving us certain tools and certain processes and uh, certain techniques or certain teachings as in higher teachings, more sage-like oriented teachings that can really empower us authentically to make our rising up from that lower consciousness into that of our own higher consciousness. Now, all that said, let's circle back to how this relates to the hiccup. So, if I'm experiencing a hiccup in my world, and I really am stuck in my lower consciousness, then more than likely, I'm going to react to the hiccup. I'm gonna give the hiccup in my life a real difficult time. And here's what happens when I give the hiccup in my life a real difficult time. I end up with another hiccup. And then should I give that hiccup a real hard time? I then will end up with another hiccup. So, if this is what's happening in my body, I remember is, again, this is a, just an awesome question, Isabel. And partly because I really relate to this question, because when I was a young man, uh, I experienced a fair amount of hiccups. and But when I was a younger man, I was still living, not completely trapped in the lower consciousness, uh, lower consciousness because I did have an awareness. I had a real good teacher in my life at that time. Uh, That was here with us in his physical form and so he was uh, further along on his journey So he was able to help highlight at least some of this for me and it helped me immensely so much so that Even though I would find myself in that lower state of consciousness and I go back to the higher state I I did a lot of back-and-forth stuff back in those days but clearly when I was in that lower state and I experienced a hiccup like we all do in our life, Um, I would then react to the hiccup. I would give the hiccup a hard time. I would maybe even beat up the hiccup, make the hiccup wrong, make the hiccup bad. I might even blame the hiccup onto someone else. Whatever it was that I was doing in this way, all that would happen is the hiccup would keep on hiccuping. Just like in my body, eventually this manifested as a series or as a pattern of hiccuping in my body. Where I would start uh, uh, with one hiccup and then it would turn into two hiccups. and next thing you know, it was a series of hiccups over maybe the next hour or two. I eventually would get a handle on it because I did learn on a physical level how to bring it to at least a temporary end. Um, But nonetheless, I would get it again, I don't know, maybe a couple months later. Now at the time, because I wasn't making the connection yet, that all during that time, I was experiencing hiccups in my day-to-day world. Which, by the way, even to this day, all these years later, And all the people that I have the pleasure and honor of working with now, I experience them experiencing hiccups in their life, in their personal worlds, on a weekly basis. I have a number of people that I coached in this day, at this time, and just over this last week in the different coaching sessions, everyone has had at least one hiccup, if you will, to report, to bring into their coaching session and ask for some guidance on or ask for some insight in. And, of course, one of the places that we go to beyond just the insight or shining light into that hiccup is to assist them around identifying what might be causing the hiccup. And then, more specifically, how are we going to deal with the hiccup? In other words, are we going to react to the hiccup or might we respond to the hiccup? Now, if I really want to clear up the hiccups in my world in my own personal universe as they appear in my life I want to get better at responding to them and the only way that I know that's real to get better at responding to them is you've got to get a better handle on what the hiccup is in your life it's kind of like translating a result in your world a result that manifests in your life um, that result can be translated to where it starts to make sense. Like, why does this keep on showing up in my world? Well, the same thing here. We want to get to the why. We want to get to why are we experiencing this hiccup, and then how can we best respond to the hiccup? Is way back when, when I eventually healed my hiccups, so to speak, and healed them for good, um, This is what I did. I brought it into my day to day world. Now, it took me a few years to even get there because, you know, I, I experienced these hiccups physically with my body a number of times over a good chunk of time, meaning at least a few years, before I even started, before I even began to tap into what I'm sharing with you here today. And then from there, I, you know, slowly but surely got better at it. And eventually, what happened is my hiccups, on a physical level, they cleared up. And But more specifically, in that process, I learned how to get better at responding to my hiccups as I was experiencing them in my day-to-day life. Uh, you know, those hiccups, those those challenges, those obstacles, those unexpected things that show up in our world that we did not put in our day timer earlier on that morning. And yet they showed up at four o'clock in the afternoon, unexpectedly. Again, a hiccup. How do we show up when that hiccup shows up in our world?
0: Okay, so this is very interesting. (laughs) I I haven't had a hiccup in a long time, like physically, but you just helped me with a hiccup in my life yesterday. (laughs) Uh So I'm curious, um, since she's talking about her younger son, how does this like as a parent of a child who's going through this and, you know, for days on end, I have honestly never heard of somebody who had hiccups for days on end like this without medication. So this is pretty extreme, obviously. But, you know, what's what's the best um, thing that, you know, she as a parent can do for her child? to help them with the energetics of what you just were explaining?
1: Well, the, uh, first of all, you've done the correct thing by, you know, finding the right kind or finding the right doctor and then getting the right medication. Uh, because at that point, when the hiccups go on for days or weeks, uh, it's now spinning out of control. So at that point, we do need to deal with it physically before we can actually get to it energetically. In other words, energetically, it's been so suppressed at that juncture. So even in my case, it never got to like a couple of days at a time. The most it ever got to was maybe a couple of hours at a time. And and then again, I was um, blessed because I did have a good teacher in my corner at that point. Like I said, that helped to at least get me started. It wasn't the be all end all, uh, partly because he had never had hiccups before. So, but he gave me enough to get started. And which I was immensely grateful for. And then from there, it just started to unfold and kind of figured it out over the months and years that followed that. Uh, So you've done the right thing by going to the doctor and getting the right medication and so on and so forth because you got to pull that back. Uh, It's really hard to um, concentrate. It's really hard to focus. It's really hard to be excited about your life when you're hiccuping, and the hiccuping is not going away, it's uh, that in itself becomes the whole focus um, that just drives everything. So, again, what you've done here was really just a great thing to do, a wise thing to do. That said, now how do you get to it energetically? Well, especially when you're dealing with a teenage, you know, or, or with a teenager, is that you've got to kind of break this down into bite-sized pieces. So you, as his mother, you obviously know your child better than anybody, and, and you're connected to your child, and you're uh, intuitive around your child, so where you'll possibly pick up things that's going on with him before he even picks up on them. You've just got a little bit of a running start. That's part of the blessing that comes with you know, a parent and a child. Uh, Unless, of course, that all gets sabotaged later on in life, and the parent becomes really weak and unconscious and irresponsible and so on. But for a parent such as yourself, that's just more conscious and more responsible, um, then that connection remains, that bond deepens. So that means your intuition gets sharper into more insights into that of our, or in this case, into that of your child, your teenager. So you want to really go with that, whatever that is. And in this case, You want to be able to utilize that to identify, okay, does my boy have a hiccup in his world? Not in his body. Does he have a hiccup in his world that he has not yet addressed? Does he have a hiccup in his world that he has not yet stepped up to the plate and kind of really taken on in a more responsible way? Uh, Now, notice the words I'm using. A hiccup. I didn't say hiccups as in plural, we're going to go after one because we need to break this down. So when you as his mom, you probably already know what the answer is to this question because maybe not all that long ago, as in maybe just the last couple of days, or maybe over the last couple of weeks or so, there was something going on in his world beyond having the physical hiccups. There was something going on in his world, as in some kind of a hiccup. Maybe it was with a friend at school. Maybe it's with a teacher. Maybe it has something to do with his homework. Maybe it has something to do with his dad. Maybe it has something to do with another family member. Maybe it has something to do with you. Um, maybe something happened just only days ago that where again, that hiccup, but in his day-to-day life, in his own personal world, that he possibly had a reaction to. Because please remember that if I react to my hiccup, then I have not resolved the hiccup in my life, that is. So when a hiccup shows up in my life, as in a challenge or difficulty, roadblock, obstacle, unexpected event, when that hiccup shows up, and if I react to it, when I react to that hiccup in my life, I'm literally giving it more of my energy, which means whatever the hiccup is, I'm actually strengthening the hiccup. I'm strengthening the challenge. I'm strengthening the problem that I'm having with my friend. If that's the way I'm showing up, what that will do, that will keep the hiccup in motion. And then beyond that, I can create, or maybe not I, but the hiccup itself, creates another hiccup, as in a sub-hiccup, a sub-challenge, a sub-difficulty. So now I not only have a problem with this one friend, now that's grown into, I now have a problem with another friend. Or maybe that's grown into, now I have a problem with my homework, my schoolwork. You see. And so then it just kind of builds, it accumulates on itself. And so what I want to do as my child or teenager's parent is I want to dial in intuitively to my child and where I might be able to identify a hiccup or two that he has had in his life most recently. And then, and so if I end up identifying, I don't know, maybe I'll identify two or three right away, right? I'm just going to pick one. I'm not going to go after two or three. Or I'm not going to bring two or three to my son's attention. I'm going to identify one, and then I'm going to bring it to his attention. And where I'm going to approach it gently, but firmly, kindly, but respectfully, I'm going to approach him with whatever this is. Um, Or instead of me going even more direct in that way, I might take a more indirect approach now that I know what it is, or I have a good sense as to what it is, a good intuitive sense that is. I might just start asking a couple of questions. I might go ahead and take them out for lunch, or I might go and, uh, you know, together we'll go have a snack somewhere, um, or we'll go do something, maybe we'll go to the park, Uh, maybe we'll throw the ball around, maybe we'll take the dog out for a walk. In other words, I'm going to do something with him that perhaps takes his mind off of whatever it is that he's gotten stuck on with regard to, say, maybe the last hiccup or two in his world. And then while we're doing whatever we're doing, I'll maybe just start asking some questions. I'll start fishing around. I'll start probing a little bit. And given that I kind of have a handle now on what the hiccup possibly is, so I use that, I don't maybe come right out with it directly, but because I know what it is, like for example, if I know it has something to do with one of his friends, I might start off by asking him, when was the last time, let's say his friend's name's John, when was the last time you were hanging out with John? Well, you know, just yesterday. And did you have a, Or what did you guys do together yesterday? Well, we, you know, went to another friend's house. And what did you do at the other friend's house? Well, we played games. And was there anything that happened with you and John while you were playing games? Well, he just really upsets me. And What did he upset you about this time? Or maybe just not this time, but what did he upset you about? And you kind of go from there. And so you just gently start to open it up on that one thing. And sometimes just him being given the opportunity to uh, talk about this out loud to somebody that's not going to judge him, to someone who's not going to make him wrong, to someone who's just going to, quite frankly, listen, maybe ask a couple of more questions just to get him to talk a little bit more openly about this. Um, And then maybe at some point, you know, I might say to my son, gosh, son, how did this make you feel? Because, boy, if I can get my child to a place where he or she is willing to talk a little bit about how they felt or how this situation made them feel, what I'm now doing is I'm helping them to acknowledge the feeling. This is a big problem in our society especially here in the Western part of the world, right, where we've literally been conditioned to, number one, not feel, number two, not talk about our feelings, number three, not acknowledge our feelings, number four, not actually work through our feelings. And we need to be, if you will, untaught that and taught something not only that's new, but something that actually works, something that actually becomes productive. Something that actually becomes beneficial, and in this case, for our child. Because the bottom line is we all have feelings. You do, I do, we all do. Whether we're five years old or 55 years of age, we all have feelings. And so in this case, this now becomes just a real beneficial act. If I can get it to the point, as the parent here, to help my 14-year-old or 15-year-old boy actually start to acknowledge just even some of his feelings in my presence. And I just zip it up. I listen. And again, wherever appropriate, I might ask another question just to get him to see if he's willing to share more or acknowledge more. I'm not looking to heal him at this juncture. I'm looking to literally help him Bring what's going on inside of him out onto the surface here. Roll it out onto the table where the light, where the light can come down upon it. This in itself has such a remarkable healing effect on our child's psyche. It just it begins to lighten them up. As well as, uniquely enough, when a parent knows how to do this. It actually, that bond that I alluded to a bit ago between the parent and the child, that bond actually gets stronger. Every time something like this happens with our child, and we show up this way as a conscious, responsible, more mature parent, um, our bond with our child deepens. It strengthens. Versus if our parental style is such where we don't even ask these kinds of questions we're not even looking for this type of thing we're not even considering that our child is having his or her own hiccups in their own world maybe we're assuming because they play so much video games maybe we're assuming because we let them surf on the internet light at night before they go to bed that they've learned how to do all this that they know how to work with their feelings they know how to better respond to their to their own hiccups in their day-to-day world, well, that type of assuming it gets us into trouble. It, it causes extra what I would refer to as unnecessary pain for the parent to that of the child if that's our parental style, um, because for us to be able to help our child identify whatever this hiccup is, and or this problem or obstacle or challenge that they're currently having this situation and then to take it a little further as i'm suggesting here in my answer to this to the sub question the follow-up question that you just gave me uh mickey that you follow this through and get a victory meaning the child actually does really acknowledge something in your presence and next thing you know your child just starts to lighten up a tad And you'll know it when it happens because you'll see it. Their their posture will change or their physiology will change. Their eyes will get a little bigger, a little brighter. Uh, They'll just be lighter. And now now they feel just a little more empowered in that of their own life. And then once that transaction completes itself with you and your child, then they move on to whatever's next. Um, But for you as a parent to be able to identify one or two hiccups, most recently, and then begin to gently move in as a way to support your child to identify whatever that is and get them to a place of acknowledgement, get them to a place of actually communicating how that made them feel. And by doing that, um, this will help them immensely. And then lastly to that, somewhere along the way, to start teaching them, possibly... A way in how they can get better at beginning to respond to their own hiccups in that of their personal worlds by first recognizing when maybe they're reacting to it. And if you want a little more information on it, you know, I I I wrote a book uh, called "Being Called to Change." It's in the backdrop of of the um, a video that you're all watching here today, and. Uh, In there, uh, I have a whole subchapter on how to better deal with your feelings. And so that in itself could possibly be of value to you, Isabel. Um, But if you could take that and, in your own way as a parent, slowly but surely start to highlight some of this in your parenting of your child, and especially when you're identifying something that he's currently challenged with something that he's experiencing again as a hiccup in his life and where you're able to break that down in fact in the in the second last chapter of the book there's 12 what I call 12 practices Um, and one of them is to chunk things down and you you potentially will find that really helpful because what often happens with people, they don't know how to chunk things down, so therefore they get overwhelmed by experiences. And once we become overwhelmed by an experience, there is no way you're gonna resolve that experience. There's no way you're gonna heal yourself from that experience, because now it's overwhelmed our entire system. And so that one practice around really learning how to break things down properly, um, I mean, anybody that's learned how to do this, they'll report back and they'll say, my gosh, that in itself was the gem. Like it was a gem or a golden nugget that just kept on giving me one dividend after another dividend. It just goes on and on and on. Once you learn how to do this for yourself in your own life and in your own day-to-day world, and then if you are a parent and you choose to teach this to your child over a period of time, oh my gosh, what a gift you're giving your child as well
0: most definitely so okay this is very interesting i mean i'm thinking back to all the times that i've had hiccups and thinking what hiccups were going on in my world so i know everybody listening to this or watching this right now has gotta just have the wheels turning <laughs> you're shedding some very interesting light on the hiccups now <laughs> yeah.
1: well again you know i uh, this is a really awesome question I'm number one, for the reason you just said, but number two, and not necessarily in this order, uh, you know, because this is something that does happen whether we have physical hiccups or not. For those of us that are, you know, struggling with that physical pattern of actually having hiccups such as uh, Isabel's son has been dealing with, um, you know, then this is probably even more beneficial because you know, you do got to get a handle on those physical hiccups. That's, you know, that's for sure. But then if you can get to the energetics of it, then you eventually set yourself free from that pattern, that wiring in your body that's manifested into these ongoing hiccups. Uh, so that's could be huge for that person because they eventually become free of it. But whether you have hiccups on a physical level or not, that, yeah, to, be able to start to see your life in this way and lighten it up a little bit and start to have some even fun or be fascinated with, oh my gosh, is this a hiccup that I'm having right now? And then then take a look like, you know, first and foremost, look at, okay, am I reacting to the hiccup? Because again, if I'm reacting, reacting is very different than responding. In fact, don't we have a course online (laughs) mickey
0: as a matter of fact
1: (laughs) yeah just dawned on me because we have a lot of courses online so uh, but i just all of a sudden dawned on me we have a course that literally breaks down um, the reactor and the responder so inside of us we both have a reactor or pardon me we all have a reactor and we have a responder what happens with most of us or what has happened most of us our reactor has gotten so strong over time. Therefore, now we experience a hiccup in our day-to-day world, and guess what? We end up reacting to the hiccup. Well, that's not going to help us solve the problem. What's going to help us most to solve the problem is when we respond to the hiccup. Well, within us, we have a responder as well. The uh, If there was a problem here with most people, their responder has atrophied. Now, the responder can never be killed off. It can never die, thank God, right? It's always there, but it can atrophy. It can go off into the, uh, somewhere in a dark pocket, like a closet within your own being, within your own consciousness. In fact, you don't even know it's even there anymore. Completely forgot about it because you're now so used to reacting to life, right? That's where the, that inner reactor just gets stronger. And so to get a handle on this is so huge. All of my students, all of the seminar participants, all the coaching clients uh, that I have worked with throughout the years, I mean, this is one of the areas that we all go to work on uh, early in my uh, uh, service or assistance to them is because this is, this is, you could say, is almost like a game changer to get a better handle on when I'm reacting. So if a a hiccup now shows up in my life, this is where it starts. Okay, am I reacting to this hiccup? Because when I'm reacting, it's going to feel very different than it is if I was to really be responding. And this is where I believe we all would do really well with this type of education on really accessing a higher education around this idea, okay, what is the reactor? How does it show up? What does it feel like when we're reacting? What might some of the lessons be as to why we're reacting? And then we do the same thing on the responder. What is the responder? What does the responder feel like? How does the responder show up? How can I utilize that responder in a more effective, masterful way? We all have one inside of us. When was the last time we used it? Or is it possible that maybe we've completely forgot that this even exists within us? So that's where it starts. Once you identify, okay, the hiccup then am i reacting to it or am i responding to it where we want to be is we want to be more in a place of responding to it for the reasons we've already spoken about here in today's podcast however we also want to recognize if we're reacting because if we're reacting to it we want to pull back on that we want to do something constructive about that because if we don't if we don't become aware that we're actually reacting to one of our hiccups, then you kind of know what the outcome's now going to be in light of our podcast here um, or our episode here. And so that awareness plays a really important part here. The moment I become aware of my God, I'm reacting again. Look at this, I'm reacting. Is this what I really want to do? No, right? Well, then what can I do to soften up my reaction and bring in my responding. Bring in the responder consciously, responsibly. What can I do there? And the good news is there is something very specific we can be doing. It just, it takes a little while to teach it. And, and that's, um, uh, well, we're pretty much out of time here for today's episode. But, uh, but yes, it, it, it is uh, be the victor. Be the victor, and in that, be the victor. Course, it's a short course; it's only maybe three or four hours long, I believe. And um, but it's a powerful course because it'll take you on a journey into a much deeper dive, so that you get a better understanding of this reactor as well as this responder that both lives inside of you. The question then becomes: All right, where am I at in current time? Am I? Do I have a stronger reactor and a weaker responder versus where do I really want to be? And where I might want to be is I want a stronger responder and a much weaker reactor. And if that is the truth for you, then yes, this uh, then, of course, like this could be of of great value to you.
0: Absolutely. You know, it's interesting that you mentioned that because I was thinking about how fascinating would it be for someone to teach their kids this at this young of an age? So in order for, you know, for her helping her son just to get a handle on these teachings herself, but to implement them into that conscious parenting that you teach too, what a game changer that would be for a kid to learn how to not be so reactive at that early of a stage in life.
1: Oh, well, you know, Mickey, uh, uh, that's well said, uh, but you also know we now have I don't know how many kids, but a number of kids because their parents, or at least a parent, has chosen to immerse themselves in these teachings over a period of time. And because of that choice that they made to immerse themselves in these types of teachings over a period of time, over time, it just starts to carry over. It begins to manifest and change or transform their parental style with their child And then their child becomes the beneficiary of many of these teachings, because all of a sudden they see their child starting to show up differently, where now the child is maybe less reacting to what's going on in his or her world, and they're starting to respond a little more to that of what's going on in their world. And they're like, at this point, 11, 12 years of age. And so, amazing, right? Yeah, you've seen now a number of kids, or we get, we constantly get reports from Uh, some of the children uh, from uh, the parents that are actually in our courses, in our classes or seminars on a regular basis. And you just see this ongoing benefit that just keeps on getting richer and richer. But what's so um, encouraging, exciting, um, immensely or intrinsically rewarding is probably the better word, is that you see these children, these younger people getting this early in life. And so you just begin to imagine how this shifts everything for them for the better, instead of those of us as adults not even learning about any of this until maybe the age of 47. You've just spent 47 years of your life, for the most part, in this case, reacting, 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 very little responding. In fact, by the age of 47, if that's how you've been living your life, uh, more than likely, your reactor is super strong, your inner reactor that is, and your inner responder is probably super weak. And then you come across something like this, and you choose to you know, really start to immerse yourself in these types of teachings over a period of time, and, and then you start changing your ways, and before you know it, your inner reactor is getting weaker, your inner responder is getting stronger, and more specifically or more importantly, your life is literally changing for the better because you're showing up in a newer way. You're showing up in a better way, a healthier way, a more real or authentic way, a more responsible way, a more mature way. And because you're showing up in that newer way, everything in your life just starts to change for the better.
0: You know, I, I want to make sure that everybody knows that because you did mention that course specifically, Be the Victor, uh, if anybody listening wants to learn more about calming your reactor and bringing forth your responder, as Dell was talking about, you can check out the Be the Victor course on Dale's website, which is delhalloway.com. That's D-A-L-E-H-A-L-A-W-A-Y.com. And definitely look into that one. That is a powerful course. And like you said, it's just a couple hours, but... It is uh, really impactful. It's definitely helped me. And I've seen the effects with my son too. Yeah. Dylan and I were just talking about the progress I've seen in just my learning these teachings and how it has affected my 16 year old son.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And just, you know, just consider that for a moment. You know, 16 years of age. Think of the difference. So, You know, you obviously know your age right now. I know my age right now. And and uh, everybody that's listening in, you know your age. Just consider for a moment that if you were being exposed to this when you were 16 years of age in this life, learning how to get better at responding through the powerful act of minimizing and ultimately weakening that inner reactor towards life, like, wow, you know, and so to be able to see a 16-year-old begin to benefit from this, knowing that he's got an entire life ahead of him and that he's already starting to shift in this direction and and you're, and you're seeing the difference it makes in his life. And that's what's so important is, you know, most parents are, you know, carry a pretty strong focus on what's going on in their kid's life. And, gosh, if every parent was willing to have that level of consideration, that level of focus on what's going on in my child's life, so I can stay more connected, I can stay more in tune with what's happening and then wherever it's appropriate, you know, either change, change up my parental style uh, as a way to better help my child, Or to do some of the things that we talked about in today's show um, to integrate that into my parental style so that I can be a better support to my child. But while I'm supporting my child in this way, I'm also teaching my child. I'm teaching my child of how, you could say, how more powerful he or she could live their life. Or how much better they could live their life. Now, it's done more subtly when you're working with a child, but you clearly see the effect of it. You see the benefit of it because next thing you know, your child is 12 years of age or 14 or 16, as in Mickey was saying with her son, uh, or even 18 or 19, whatever the age is, and you're seeing this benefit. You're seeing the effect it's having on their life. Um, It becomes intrinsically very rewarding to a parent. When they get to witness their child actually changing for the better. But more specifically, seeing their child um, learn, like literally learn how to show up better in their own life, how to show up more responsible in their own life, how to have a better life, how how to really be able to pursue their dreams, whatever their dreams are, how to deal with their problems, whatever their problems are instead of them getting backed up with their problems and then going into overwhelm with their problems. It's, it really is an awesome thing. And if all of us as parents were accessing this and integrating this into our parental style from the act of, or from within the act of now, parenting our child, supporting our child, I mean, this in itself would cause us to have a, quite frankly, a better world, a better society. A more beautiful society because our kids are a very important part of our society especially when you consider at some point our kids are going to be adults and our kids are to be contributing to the society as well hopefully in a real positive way in a productive way in a beneficial way
0: absolutely so dale with our last few minutes of time that we have left here um I was thinking about remembering being told all different types of things to physically get the hiccups to go away. So I wanted to address that for a minute with, I remember being told hold my breath or have someone scare me or drink water. Those are the top ones that come to mind. And I don't honestly recall what, what actually was effective and what made them finally go away. So I'm curious, what is the best physical technique to get them to subside, I know we've talked a lot about the energetics, but does you know does it have something to do with breathing or is there anything they can do in that moment physically that can help them?
1: Well, with each person, it's going to be very different. and it's like a it's like somebody who has a sleep disorder and they're using some kind of sleep aid, um, especially if it's a natural sleep aid. That for the most part, at some point, the body will become uh, uh, almost void to the sleep aid. In other words, the sleep aid won't work anymore. The same thing with a technique with hiccups. Uh, Holding your breath can work. But if that's your only technique, eventually the holding the breath won't work anymore. Uh, Having somebody come up and, and kind of surprise you with a loud noise that can work but eventually if that's all you use and you're not getting the energetics that won't work anymore so similar to a sleep disorder if you have a sleep disorder and you're using some natural product to help you sleep you'll get a short period of time where that particular uh, natural supplement could very well help you get a good night's sleep but then Five nights later, it doesn't work as well anymore. And so, and you might even know somebody who's got a sleep disorder right now, who they're constantly changing up. Or better yet, they don't even know this, and they're trying to use the exact same thing over and over again, but it's not working. Um, because at some point, the body won't take it anymore. Uh, because And the reason why is because what's causing the problem is not really being dealt with yet. So be aware of whatever the technique is. So, and you could use uh, a certain way of breathing, but then even then, a breathing technique will only last so long. Uh, then you're going to have to shift up and do another, breathe, like another breath technique. So all of these things are good to have access to, to give us at least temporary relief until such time that we get to the actual cause more energetically what's causing the hiccup from occurring. And including, as in Isabel's case with her son, possibly going to the doctor and getting some kind of medication if that's what you really need, or you and your doctor agree that that's the best remedy for right now, then most certainly go for it. But simply know that whatever it is that we're using, as in that physical technique, so if the hiccup, the pattern of hiccups, Was really only physical, then you could deal, you could handle it with a physical technique. But if it's not really physical, in other words, it's only physical because it really is energetic, there's something going on within us that has not yet been identified, therefore, it has not been dealt with or treated properly. and I'm speaking energetically now. I'm not speaking physically. Then what that means is that the hiccups themselves, the manifestation, the physical manifestation of those hiccups. So like in my case, the little story that I shared with you at the beginning here, personally speaking, right? I used all those techniques. And sometimes I got great relief from them. And other times I did not. Well, back in those days, I wasn't aware of what we've just spent the last little bit of our time here on with this, you know, or in today's episode or today's show um, on really getting the energetics. It wasn't until I started, and, and why that was significant for me was, is because my hiccups were not, they were not just physical. My hiccups physically were nothing more than a manifestation of something that was going on within me on an energetic level. And once I identified that, and I began to deal with that in a responsible, healthy way, then over, quite frankly, a relatively short period of time, my hiccups were gone. I didn't need any of those techniques anymore. Now, that was my case. Now, what I've experienced with many things, not just hiccups, A lot of things that we experience physically, um, they're a manifestation within our physical body. Um, Meaning they're coming from another place. Energetically speaking, subconsciously speaking, unconsciously speaking, whatever word you wanna give that, they're coming from another place within your field of consciousness. And so if there's any truth to that for you, then if you're really going to go completely free from whatever this physical manifestation is, we've got to then get to that energetic because that's where the cause is. Um, So, but between now and then, there are these techniques that we can use to give us relief from the hiccup that we're experiencing here with that of our physical body. Um, And that would be the idea. They just give us relief Buying us some time, so to speak, for us to be able to get to what's actually causing it. And, and again, if it's just coming from the physical, but I see that, I mean, that's just, uh, that does not happen many times. That's few and far between, um, especially in today's age. In other words, for the most part, a lot of this is just simply coming from the place that I'm suggesting here today. Um, and when that gets dealt with, when we learn what that place is, and we really start to deal with that. In the way that I'm suggesting, um, then this is what just helps us to heal. It helps us to change our situation for real now, to where, as I said, we get to the point where perhaps there is no more hiccups, uh, at least in our physical body. We'll still experience the hiccup in our life, but understand that if I'm really responding for real now, if I'm responding really well, and especially if I'm responding on a masterful level, in other words, I've really learned how to do this really well. I've taken the time, I've invested my energy in this, to learn how to do this, and you know, and we do have to learn it. I mean, it's not you're not just going to wake up one morning and know how to do this. You do got to take the time to learn how to do it. Um, but if we choose to do that, then what that means is I'm still going to experience the hiccups. The hiccups are not going to go away in my life. But the difference is this: is that the hiccups that I experience today in my life are very different than the hiccups I experienced just one short year ago. Like the hiccups in themselves, the challenges, they keep on changing up, leveling up. But how could that be? Well, the most important ingredient here is you've got to get really good at responding. And when you become really good at responding, which means you're no longer reacting. Or if you do react, it's just real temporary, like really short, like just a short little burst and you catch it right away and you shift it right to your responder. And But you're now really skilled at this. You're really good at this. Well, once you do that, then in this case, the hiccup, now there's really no reason for the hiccup to be happening in the body because you finally got the message. Or in my case, I finally got the message. Now, for me, it took me a while because I was still stumbling somewhat in the dark, even though I had the the teacher at the beginning to help illuminate the beginning part of my pathway. But he could only take me so far because he didn't even completely understand it at the time. This was many. This was actually decades ago. This all happened. So it took me a little longer to ultimately get to it. But I got to it. And then it cleared up. I no longer had it as a physical issue. I became free of it. Now, the hiccups in my life, they didn't leave. They stayed, but over time, they began to level up. But that had a lot to do with, because at that point, I now not only got the message, but more specifically, I integrated the message. And I ultimately learned how to become really good at responding to the hiccup as the hiccup was manifesting in my day-to-day world.
0: Very interesting. I, I love this topic. Who thought hiccups could be so interesting, Bill?
1: <laughs> yeah. We kind of went on a little bit of a journey here, didn't we today?
0: Yeah, but I love it. It's great. Yeah. It's, it always comes back to the energetics, doesn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> nine times out of ten, it does. Or in my world, it's a hundred percent. But I always give that cushion because you know there's going to be somebody out there that uh, you know might only be nine times out of ten. You know, I have one of my doctor friends, and and he often reminds me of that. Sometimes it's just something's going on in the body. And I agree. Sometimes it is something that's just going on in the body. Right. But if it's just something that's going on in the body, then it's also going to be very recent. Right? So something happened, I don't know, maybe a few weeks ago that went unchecked, or maybe even a couple months ago that went unchecked. So that's going on in the body. So then it could be treated just in the body, and then it goes away, and you don't have it anymore. Um, so in that context, it could say nine times out of 10, it is energetic leaving that one out of 10, that space, that window for when it might just simply be something on it, just only on a physical level to be cleared or to be dealt with.
0: That, that brings up the time for me that I got the giggles with my girlfriends when I was a teenager and I got the hiccups. That completely seems like that was just like, a, a that was an in the moment thing, you know, that. Yeah. Because that's a good example of what you're talking about, you
1: know. Yeah. Or, you know, another thing, just a a quick example in that too. uh, Maybe um, uh, you like spicy food, but your body can only handle a certain temperature of spicy food. Mm -hmm. So a spicy food, say, is a one, you know, how you go to an Indian restaurant. They'll say one to five for for temperature, uh, spicy temperature, that is, right? And some people can handle a one, some people can handle a five, and then many are somewhere in between. But here's the deal. If you can only handle a two, but you keep on trying to do a four, you could find yourself with hiccups.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Because the body now, it's not you, the body's actually reacting because the body can't handle it. And and the body might never be able to, meaning your body might never be able to handle it. Some bodies can handle a hotter temperature, as it may be a four out of a five. Some can and some cannot. Everybody's got a unique body type. So, again, that 1% of the 10, or not 1%, but that 1 of the 10, could very well be that, you know, you've gone ahead and you're trying to make something happen physically like having your food be too spicy when in fact your body type doesn't call for that. Your body type maybe can only handle a one or two out of five. But you're trying to do the three or four for whatever your reason. Maybe you you got a buddy and you know he likes to bring on a sweat and, and so all of a sudden, you're, yeah, that'd be really cool. I could be like sitting in a sun. I could really bring on a sweat. But then you might uh, not be recognizing properly here your own body type and your body can't handle that temperature. So therefore, if you do that too many times, you could end up possibly with hiccups, meaning the body now is reacting to the temperature that it's having a hard time processing because your body type is such where it can't break it down. It can't digest it. It's struggling. So now the body, this is now more on a physical level, the body now goes off into a hiccup because the body's reacting. So so on that level, that could be just totally physical. In other words, a real easy fix. Stop eating hot temperature food. Stop going for the four or the five and get to what's real, what's real for your body. And if what's real for your body is a one or two or maybe even a zero, whatever it is, if that's what's real, stick with that. And then oh and then no more hiccups.
0: I love that. That's me. I'm the zero or the (laughs) 0.5. But I know it. I'm not going for the four probably ever. (laughs) and avoid those hiccups.
1: (laughs) In that case, that's a great strategy. It's a really wise strategy because that's your body. Your body is speaking to you. Your body is letting you know what it can actually handle, what it can break down properly, efficiently, effectively. And the cool thing is, is you're really listening to it really well, where others might not listen to their body as well.
0: I think that's the moral of the story today is listen to your body. (laughs) Well, this has been fun. And Mm -hmm. uh, thank you, Isabel, for the fascinating and fun topic.
1: Yes. Thank you is right. (laughs)
0: And everyone, please remember that you can send your question in to have it answered on air by Dale and get entered in our best question bonus giveaway drawing that is ongoing and you'll be entered to win one of Dale's transformational courses that can impact and change your life for the better just like the be the victor course that we were just discussing earlier so please send your question to askdale at dot anything.com that's askdale at dot anything.com and we will see you soon thank you so much dale
1: yes my pleasure this has been fun today
0: all right everybody thanks so much for joining us And if you found Dale's teachings helpful and you want to get more of them, then you might really like his free ebook that we have for you, 12 Simple Ways to Change Your Life in 30 Days. You can download it for free at dellhalloway.com forward slash practices. That's dellhalloway.com forward slash practices. In it, you'll find 12 simple ways explain to you in exact step-by-step fashion that will cause your life to move forward in the next month. Simply choose one of the practices, any one of them, do it for 30 days straight, and you'll see a new you begin to manifest. I am not kidding. Download your free copy today at d-a-l-e-h-a-l-a-w-a-y dot com forward slash practices. Oh, and by the way, If you know anybody who might find this content helpful, please share it with them. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you next time.